When a passion for creating opportunities for all people to live their American dream collides with decades of high-level experience in the public, private, and nonprofit sectors, the result is a laser-focused mission leading to human flourishing all across the U.S., as you'll hear from Jonathan T., partner of the Impactful Oak Rose Group, on this episode of Making Our World Better. Welcome to the Making Our World Better podcast, where you will find motivation and encouragement through lively conversations with inspirational people who every day are making our world a better place. Now, here's your host, Jay Clark. Welcome to the podcast. I am Jay Clark, and I'm excited to have a conversation with Jonathan T., partner in the Oak Rose Group, an organization founded with the mission to advance policies, ideas, and organizations that lead to human flourishing. Awesome. Jonathan brings more than 20 years' experience to Oak Rose Group in organizational leadership, operational effectiveness, finance, fundraising, change management, advocacy, public policy, and strategic communication. In 2007, Jonathan joined ACE Scholarships as communications director and in 2008 took on the additional responsibilities as ACE's chief operating officer, a position he held until March 2021. As COO, Jonathan oversaw business operations, program and policy initiatives, fundraising strategy, and developed the organization's strategic expansion plan, which grew ACE from serving 600 students in Colorado with annual revenues of $5 million to supporting more than 7,000 students across eight states with 2020 revenues of $32 million. Amazing. ACE is a remarkable organization. Prior to joining ACE, Jonathan was a communications director for the Colorado Secretary of State and previous to that worked in the Legislative Affairs Department of a national association and also as a political campaign operative in California and Colorado. Jonathan is a member of the American Enterprise Institute's Leadership Network, is a founding board member of Girls Athletic Leadership School, and served as president of the board of directors of Highline Academy. A fun fact is he was born in Stirling, Scotland and immigrated to the U.S. at the age of 12. He graduated from Hillsdale College with a Bachelor of Arts degree in history and certification as a secondary teacher. And most importantly, he is a husband and father to his wife, daughter, and their two dogs. Jonathan, welcome and thanks. Thanks, Jay. Great to be here. So tell me something. How would you describe the Oak Rose Group and the Oak Rose Fund to somebody who doesn't know anything about it? Yeah, that, that's a great question. Uh, Oak Rose Group is, and you mentioned it in the intro, it's, it's a mission-driven consulting firm. Uh, we operate at that intersection of philanthropy and public policy, work with individuals, organizations uh, to advance policies, uh, ideas that lead to human flourishing. That's our, that's our mission. And that, that phrase, mission-driven, is, is critical yep. to us. Uh, as, as you know, you and I go, yep. go back a few yep. years. We yep. met uh, while I was at ACE. You yep. were at Seeds of Hope, two great organizations. With, with strong, important missions. Mm-hmm. And so mission is, is critical in the nonprofit sector. It is, it is the North Star. It is the thing that is uh, right. paramount uh, above individual or anything else. It's really the, the thing that gets you up every day. Right. And, uh, and so for me, coming out of ACE scholarships, and I was as committed to the ACE mission the last day of my tenure as I was the first, even more so perhaps, um, it was really important to work in an organization that had a strong mission. Um, And I was lucky enough to connect with three others, four other partners um, who had that same 
mindset that we're all, we're all coming from the nonprofit space, from the advocacy world. Uh, we all had experience in 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 501c3 work right. uh, around education reform and yeah. workforce <clears throat> issues, and uh, so we came together uh, last year and 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 started uh, started this new firm, this new venture. So talk a little bit of more um, more about that journey to forming this. I mean, it's a collection of super smart, experienced, savvy people. What is it that you guys saw that that? brought you together that mm. we need to get together and and do this yeah and what was the mission that you that you kind of yeah kind yeah of resonated with you all well for me personally I've I've always been motivated by um, and the injustice of, of, of lack of opportunity that, uh, that exists in too many communities across the country uh, specifically around education, yep. but more so as well around just options for workforce and, and training and just really being able to climb that economic ladder mm-hmm. for yourself, for your family. Uh, it's just been a driving motivation for me. I graduated from college uh, with a teaching degree. I was going to be a teacher. Yep. Um, I got into politics with the idealistic view that uh, <laughs> there's, and there are good people still in politics. Mr. T goes to Washington. <laughs> exactly. Uh, never was a candidate, was always yeah. the guy behind the scenes. But again, with that notion that uh, you know you can do good, good in the community, mm-hmm. good in the world. Right. Um, and that's what draw me, drew me to, to ACE scholarships right. as well. And so coming out of ACE in March of last year, again, wanted to make sure that uh, you know, what I was doing had that larger impact, had yeah. that larger meaning. Yeah. And was fortunate in, in that 14 years at ACE to, to meet a lot of great people. You're, you, you, was, oh, uh, you you're were in that list. Kind. Uh, but also uh, Miles Mendoza, Jason Galden, and Catherine Haley, who are now uh, my partners at Oak Rose Group. I uh, got to meet those individuals throughout my tenure. Uh, Catherine founded uh, Oak Rose Group in March of last year okay. as just a single uh, entity, a single member shop right. uh, for herself. She has an, a, a great experience on Capitol Hill. She worked under Speaker Boehner. Um, oh, was was a, a key uh, leader in the protection of the Opportunity Scholarship in D.C. Nice. Uh, then went to Philanthropy Roundtable and ran their K-12 programming. Wow. So just really well connected in the in the philanthropic world around education. Yeah, right. Incredibly uh, smart around policy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she started Oak Rose Group. And uh, as I was leaving ACE and Miles and Jason were also sort of in that in that in that search mode, uh, you know, you just get to talking to people, yeah. and you read. You, we read her mission and her language around that that idea of human flourishing, and we all said that's what we want to do. So we just got to talking pretty early on in in 2021, uh, throughout the summer, and relaunched uh, as a partnership in in the fall of 2021. Fantastic. And uh, it's been been fun ever since. That's uh, great. Yeah. So, and real very quickly, Miles Mendoza now is in Chicago. He was in uh, he was in Colorado for many years. Uh, he helped orchestrate and lead uh, the the campaign that led to a tax credit program in in Illinois that nice. provides thousands of scholarships to low income children to attend private schools. In a blue state like Illinois, that's, yeah, that's, a, say, that's a, a, he's he is the dog that caught the car, as they say. Uh, and <laughs> I like uh, so, that one. so that was uh, you know that was his sort of background. And then Jason Galden uh, has been a consultant in the education and workforce world for a number of years. He comes from the Daniels Fund, 
uh, before that El Pomar, so wow. well connected here right. in Colorado. And so we were all just um, real excited to, to join uh, hands and, yeah. and do this mission-driven work uh, around really supporting great organizations and individuals who are, who are doing, just doing meaningful work throughout yeah. the country. Yeah. Well, I love the, the, the goal of human flourishing, and it pretty much is a straight line from you, you know, your educational opportunities to that, but creating that straight line is so much easier than done. Talk about how difficult that is. Just creating yeah. that 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 you know, that equal playing field that yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, nice. and it's it's a it's an issue that I think once it gets under your skin uh, or in your blood, uh, it never leaves. Right. right? The idea that uh, you know for for a lot of young people in this country, mm -hmm. uh, the American dream, however you want to define that, right. is out of reach. It's so so sad. And, uh, where are the protests, by the way, about that? Right. right? Where is the anger Good about question. this, this systemic issue we've we've got across the country, and it's in the inner cities for sure, but it's mm -hmm. it's throughout the rural communities as well, mm -hmm. where these this far too many kids who are just not being well served in their current uh, signed public mm -hmm. school, and they're just looking for access to other opportunities, another fit. And so this mindset of one size fits all, you know, we reject that, and yeah. every kid is unique, and all those, all those, those notions. And and so, yeah, it, it's a straight line, but it takes it takes a lot of work. Yeah, uh, I've been doing it for 15 years or so. You've been doing it right. for many years, and lots of other folks, great leaders before us. Um, yeah, I'll share a very quick story. There's a, a great leader in the uh, in this space, uh, Dr. Howard Fuller. He's out of Milwaukee, and uh, he was the superintendent of Milwaukee Public Schools. And Milwaukee was the first uh, voucher program in the oh. country. Um, so he's a, he's a great leader in this space, and he tells the story of two African American boys walking into a diner in the '60s, and they weren't able to sit down at the counter mm. and get served lunch. Today they can right. right unthinkable, but we've made right. progress in that right. Right? right. Today they can sit down at the counter, but they can't read the menu. Uh, and that's that's the <laughs> that's the civil right? that's yeah. the civil rights issue of our time, right? And so that's what motivated me to to join ACE to work so hard for that organization for many years that to and to continue yeah. uh, in this work. It is about economic. It is about educational access mm -hmm. and economic opportunity. Yeah. that's how we 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 lift all boats. We allow folks to flourish, to thrive, right. to give more to their children than they had. Uh, it's what we're all looking for. Right. Uh, and and there's unfortunately uh, those that are sort of more beholden to the status quo in these areas. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of incredible organizations and people who are just doing great work. Yeah. Uh, and so what I love about Oak Grove's group is that we are in that space, but we're also able to, as you can tell by our mission, it's a pretty broad, right. you know, broad mission right. around just human flourishing. So we're able to work in all kinds of different areas, uh, not just educational uh, access, but we're working for, uh, there's a great client here in Colorado, African Leadership Group. Uh, I'll share very briefly, Papa Dia yeah. is the founder of that, that organization. Uh, he's an immigrant from, from Africa, mm -hmm. came to Colorado, Got a job at uh, Tattered Book Cover, uh, Tattered Cover Bookstore, right. rather, right. and uh, learned to read and write while wow. working in that bookstore. Went into the banking sector, 
rose quickly through the ranks uh, as an executive uh, in the banking world and was always involved in the immigrant population here, the African Im immigrant population in Colorado, which is pretty robust, and recognized that there's services for, for African immigrants in Colorado, but there wasn't an organization that was really helping these individuals integrate and then lead in this community. Uh, and so he started African Leadership Group with that mission of, of creating opportunities for, for immigrants to to not just be recipients of services, awesome? but to lead and, and run for school board and, and be leaders in their community. And so, and so it's just a really amazing organization. So we're, we're doing great work with them, uh, which is exciting. So it's outside of necessarily education, yeah. but again, it's about lifting folks right. up and allowing them to right. flourish. So you guys obviously can bring almost a national perspective through all of your various experiences and, and you can bring those kind of things to bear for an organization like that. So how would you, how would you guys help propel their mission? Yeah, so for, for African Leadership Group, we're uh, kind of a, a strategic advisor, yeah. specifically around fundraising for the most part. Uh, but they're Which a very mission small- Mission equals money, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly, so, as you know well. Yep. Um, so that's a vital piece of the work. It is, uh, nice. we're, we're, we're not a fundraising consulting right, firm. We don't, strategery. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> like uh, Bugs Bunny term, strategery exactly. is a big piece of it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And, and, and we don't make the asks, but we, we lead them to the opportunity to make the asks. Right. right? Uh, and that's what we do for a number Teach of them clients. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. So it's, and, and yeah, we were able to bring uh, a national perspective, um, to that work and bring relationships that they may not yeah. have. And this, you know, a ALG is an example of an organization, like a lot of nonprofits, <clears throat> with small, small, dedicated team mm -hmm. that is trying to stay above water right. and trying to do right. all of these different initiatives. Right. And so for us to come in and just help lift a little bit of that load yeah, for them. Yeah, that, give that's, them a little higher level yeah. of sophistication in their yeah. efforts and yeah. everything. So kind of along those lines, what are some of the huge barriers that you see with organizations that you're working with that they have to try and they're trying to lift people over? Yeah, it's, it, it is, a lot of it is fund, funding, right, yeah. in the nonprofit space. Mm -hmm. uh, we're working with organizations that are looking to expand. And so thinking through what are those internal capabilities that they need, the, what is their capacity for growth? Right. At ACE, we were able to grow uh, from one to eight states and it was tasked with really helping to build that infrastructure. Yeah. And so um, for a lot of organizations, again, there's it, your head down day to day, week to week. It's right. hard to right. think. Right, you're just trying month, to get to tomorrow. Yeah, right. it's hard to think long-term right. vision. Uh, and so we can come in and sort of help provide that roadmap. Mm -hmm. What does it look like to get to where you want to go? Yeah. Uh, especially if you're trying to expand. That's mm -hmm. a, it's a very challenging period of time for your for your team yeah. uh, for finances etc so we were able to come in and provide support around uh, cash forecasting uh, operational capacity things like that and then of course uh, fundraising the other yeah. piece of our work which is very important is, is around advocacy and you know I, I mentioned at the beginning we're at that intersection of public policy and philanthropy mm -hmm. and uh, so working with 501c4s as well that are in that space that can can advocate for a specific issue 
um, as long as it's not their primary role right. and their primary work. Mm -hmm. uh, but working to build coalitions and, and advance policies that, again, lead to, lead to human flourishing. Right, because that's where you talk about change management and all that other kind of stuff. A lot of that has to come through public policy. Yeah, yeah. And we so, saw that at, at, at like a, an organization like ACE and right. other school choice right. programs, right? There's an, an amazing uh, group of individuals that are, are very passionate and dedicated and, and generous to the organization. Yeah. But even with all of that, there's a limit, right? When you're right. raising just mm -hmm. 501c3 dollars, right. public policy really allows you to expand and, and help more kids. Well, and that's what I, one of the things I always admire about your work with ACE was when an issue came up, you guys were savvy enough to, to be on it. I mean, there, there's something popping in San Antonio, boom, ACE is right there. Mm -hmm. So that's the kind of experience you can bring, you're bringing to the clients right now, is, is you have to look beyond just the day-to-day -day and right. get to this. Where does change, where can we really make change? Yeah, and it, and it takes time, right? It does it, take it, time. ACE is a 22-year-old old organization right. now, and uh, it wasn't like, it wasn't, right. it wasn't like that, that at Rome day one. It wasn't built today, yeah, right. It wasn't Rome, it, mm -hmm. exactly. So uh, just being a thought partner and a, and a, and a leader, a, a, Partner with the leadership of these organizations as they're looking to expand, uh, and and also just to start up. We're, we're we kind of dubbed ourselves as a startup for startups, which is kind of fun. <laughs> I love it. So we're working with a couple of organizations that are brand new uh, and looking to make an impact. Well, and and talk a little bit about how this a lot of what you're doing isn't a short-term play. It's really kind of a long-term. So I'm sure you're having to coach people through that we're going to do this and it's going to have an impact. Might not be tomorrow. But we're going to keep working at it, and it's going to take time to change policy and change the way people see things, right? That's got to be a large part of how you're coaching these clients. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the generally, the, the, the thought is around policy change that you're really looking at a minimum of three years, right? If you're starting from sort of scratch in terms yeah. of building relationships with the key other stakeholders in your community around the public policy space, building relationships around with, with lawmakers, yeah. introducing legislation. You know, if you can get something passed in year one, hey, that's fantastic. But it, yeah. it generally takes a number of, a number of years, depending right. on where you are, right. of course, and the issues that you're dealing with. Um, but that's the beauty of, of the organizations that we work with. They, they recognize they're in it for the long haul, right? They're, com they're committed, passionate about their work, about their mission. And uh, while we're excited about what we're doing at Oak Grove's group, really the, the true champions are the clients. Those right. are the folks that are doing great work. Uh, and we're just sort of, we're there to help lend a hand where we can. And bring all of this great experience from, from your background, which speaking of it, you know, I got to know you at Ace, you were there a long time. Where does this passion for education and lifting people up, where does it come from for you? Oh, wow, that's a great question. Um, as you mentioned, my fun fact is uh, I'm an immigrant myself. Yeah. I, I came to the States when I was 12, uh, born in Scotland, uh, raised in England for the first 12 years of my life. Um, and I went to Hillsdale College, uh, which is an incredible school, and really learned to fall in love with America in in college. Um, you know, my 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 na naive response early days was to joke that America didn't really have a history. You know, I came from a village that was older than America. Right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> truly. Yeah. And so that was just a silly, a silly line <laughs> that got a chuckle. Um, 
but I learned to fall in love with America and, and the principles that we, that we hold dear, uh, the opportunity that we, we provide to, uh, to, to citizens and to immigrants alike that come to this country, uh, that those principles that are embedded in the Declaration of Independence. Right. right? Um, and again, like I said earlier, education, without a quality education, uh, we're, we're lying to a whole bunch of kids. That's true. And we're saying, well, hey, here you go. Here's your diploma. It's really not worth much, but go off. And if you work really hard, yeah. you might be able to achieve the American dream. And we, we're not preparing our young, young individuals right. to, to, to live lives of, of worth, of dignity, right. um, of value, of service. Um, and so that's, I, I'm not sure exactly where it comes from, but that's what, that's what is driving me. That's what that's awesome. I'm passionate about. I want my daughter to grow up in a community that's uh, better than the one that I grew up in, right? right? right. Idea. So uh, we've got a lot of work to do in this country. No kidding. I mean, my, my oldest kid is a teacher, has taught in schools all over the state, and having been in her classrooms, it's just so not a fair fight. You go to school A and, you know, compare that to school B that's in a... In, and it's just not a fair fight. So I, I applaud what you're doing, and I hope you can keep it going. You've been in politics. You've worked with some super high-profile organizations. What have been some of your favorite lessons that you've learned along the way that you incorporate in your work now? I think the, uh, we have a few phrases at Oak Rose Group that we, we share internally, and we spend a lot of time talking about how we want to show up for the work. Uh, again, around mission, around just our own internal values. Um, we, we talk about what's in the way is usually the way, right? Um, it, it's that obstacle that you need to go through. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's the hard work. Right. Um, so we, we, we talk about those types of ideas that um, it's, it, you know, even internally, right? It's not about avoidance and, you know, it's about being transparent, being yeah. open. Having, having the conversations that need to be had as yeah. a team about the kinds of clients we're working with, right. about how we're working together. Um, but that's the challenge, is that what's, what is the way is, what's in the way is the way. Um, and, and so, you know, that's, that's sort of been um, sort of part of the, the culture we're creating. Um, but it, really this idea of service uh, as well uh, had just such a great, opportunity to work with so many amazing funders of ACE, uh, even candidates running for political office. Yeah. Uh, you know, really was so impressed with those individuals that, that were in it for the right reasons, uh, wanted to serve. They weren't just there for the, the name on the billboard. Right. Um, and, and so that, that, that's sort of been the through line for me and for, the, for our team. Uh, we're here to serve. That's yeah. what we're here, here to do now, and we want to continue to do that. And our our clients are serving. Yeah, they have their own, uh, you know, missions as well. Right. So, so that's 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 the the through line. Well, and the ability to have, I, I think it's one of the most underrated skills because I don't have it developed the way I want to. Is having the difficult conversation. So. If that's something, you know, I think in, in all these industries you've worked in before, it's probably ingrained that you've learned that. And now you're carrying that forward and you're probably having to have those with clients sometimes. You have to tell them stuff that might be difficult for them to hear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And interestingly, there's some clients that purposely 
hire us to have to be that voice right right to, to right. say and that is a skill yeah that we you know we've been saying this for however long we need a third party to come in and say the same thing kind of if like you agree dad, of course kind of like when your dad tells you something you're never going to hear it from your dad but if somebody else tells you, you right know, exactly right so of course uh, you know as, as long as we're aligned on that message um, yeah. but yeah i mean that's that's part of the the work is right that to share with clients you know that it is a long haul that yeah. you know, maybe it's not going to uh, work out overnight right. um those types of things to to share that 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 news fast you yeah. know speak truthfully as quickly as you can um in kindness of course um and that's that's been easy so far for us yeah. uh, because again i think we 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 put the mission of our organization so front and center that the clients are aligned in what they're trying to do mm-hmm. and that that solves a lot of problems yeah well talk a little bit about too the oak rose fund a, a 501c that you all set up that's right that's right so we we were we're five partners originally uh and one of our our partners uh, Alyssa mccurley vogel uh, really had a passion for philanthropy and, and still does of course and so wanted to lead that part of our work uh again at that intersection of right. philanthropy and, and public policy we right. thought boy we we should have a 501c3 of our own uh it's a separate entity it's got a, its own separate government yeah. board uh, Alyssa is the the president of the board and um it's it's really just sort of an, an entity that can work alongside Oak Rose Group and vice versa uh, along the lines of this common mission. Yeah. Uh, so right now, Oak Rose Fund has a number of fiscal sponsorship agreements with nice. organizations, uh, serving as that 501c3 for for new programs. I was going to say, just another programs. tool that you can help exactly. help these clients yeah. to lift them up. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, do you have a favorite story so far of working with one of your clients of of that, w- that might have been kind of an aha. This is this is going to work. Oak Rose Group is going to work. <laughs> Let's hope so. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think the internal. Funnily enough, we we had a, a situation early on as a firm where we had a client that didn't work out, and we decided as a team that we weren't the right fit. And so we, we communicated that to the client and terminated the contract yeah. and moved on. And that, interestingly enough, was one of the, the aha moments where we said, okay, what we've been talking about now for a number of months around how we're gonna work together, yeah. the kind of things we wanna do, um, they actually proved out when, boy, we could have used that, that retainer, I'll right. tell you, right? <laughs> right? These were early months. And, yep. And so to turn that turn away from yeah. that was a really positive experience for the team. Awesome. Um, and it, and I think it was the right thing for the client as well. We just weren't the right fit for what they yeah. what they were looking for at that moment. And they went off and are doing great things. And so that's that was in, in a weird way the one of the, the defining moments of our of that's our a first great, year. Um, that's a great lesson for entrepreneurs because so often. That's the thing. It's like, oh, we got that retainer. Got to do whatever we, do, whatever we got to do to keep that, mm-hmm. without looking at the bigger picture. Is, yeah. this, is this the right fit and yeah. everything else? And to your earlier question about sort of things I've learned along yeah. the way, and, and and one of the other things we talk a lot about is never say justice once. Once. Right. Never say justice once. Ah, oh, that's a great tip. And and we could have with that there's client. There's our takeaway, people. Right? We could have with that client, and we're, we're glad we didn't. 
uh, for them and for us. Right. Awesome. So what really gives you the, the juice to get out of bed every morning and excites you about this work? Uh, well, I was going to say my dogs the ones <laughs> that get me out of the bed every morning. Um, no, like I said earlier, it's, uh, there's just, there's a lot of work to do Yeah. and there's a lot of Sadly. young people, uh, there's a lot of folks who are struggling in yeah, this country right now. And true. what motivates me is to see these organizations, these leaders of these organizations who are so committed to their work. And if we can come along their side and help them achieve their success, for their constituents, then you know the, all the better for yeah. our communities, um, and it's just it's it's motivating yeah. for sure. And it's one of those I always say it's kind of a good news bad news. The good news is there's a lot of need for what you do. The bad news is there's a lot of need mm-hmm. for what you do. In a yeah. perfect world, you wouldn't need to be doing this because yeah. everything would be fine. Well, yeah. and we get we get an opportunity to see the fruits of that labor right. as well, which is right. is, is so uplifting. Uh, I speak of Illinois as an example. Uh, that program is serving so many thousands of kids. Oh my gosh. Uh, the, we have a, a client in Illinois that's working specifically with the unique learner community in that in the in the state, and bringing those voices to the table uh, around n- not just you know, f- children with autism and other 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 needs, but also the the high-performing students, yeah. right? Just we're all unique right. learners, of right. course, but but that community is is one that hasn't normally been at the table when it comes to school choice programs. Yeah. And so to see that that community come together and just and to hear the stories of these of those families and those kids, uh, both both the struggles, but also the triumph. Yeah, and that's what we're right. looking for, right? That you, is, you, right. You, that's the mission. You, you got to see the you got to see it through. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, I'm optimistic about our country, about our communities, uh, because I think there are far more people who are not being distracted by the far left or the far right and want to just do good Agreed. work and serve serve and lift people up. And that's who we're interested in I working with. I think we get so distracted by the noise and the squeaky wheels on either side that exactly. you forget about all the great stuff that's, that's true. That's awesome. So what would be an audaciously ambitious goal that you have for Oak Rose? One, one goal that I've put in, in front of the team as sort of numeric number is to say, you know, when can we hit a million people served, right, through our clients, right, serving a million people, whether awesome. it's through school choice programs or, you know, we're, we're working with a client that's trying to in- increase the number of quality charter seats in their community. Uh, we're working a variety of different ways, right? Yeah. So how do you calculate that kind of impact? Um, that's just one way, but I, I, you know, I think for us... I uh, love it because instead of saying it's a revenue goal, it's a people, a number of people serve. It's not a revenue that's goal. That's fantastic. It's, it's, it's mission, right? It's mission. I love it. Yeah. Love yeah, it. we... Uh, you keep that front and center and all, and do good work and the rest kind of take, takes care of itself, we hope. Great lesson again for nonprofits and entrepreneurs listening. So just to change gears a little bit to wrap up, who would you say has been a role model for you that's pushed you to do some of the work you've done over your career? I think my wife. Nice. My wife, is a, she's a serial entrepreneur herself. Uh, I've always just been so amazed at her ability to get up every day and just create uh, as a as an entrepreneur 
And I never thought of myself as being an entrepreneur myself, right? I, I've worked in right. the nonprofit space and went to work, went to the office every day. Um, and so this is a new venture for me. So that she's inspiring and, and challenges me to, uh, and, and encourages me uh, and to do more and be, be more. So she's always been a role model for me and a great, great partner. We've married 20 years, so that, that's so been it. helpful. Yeah, thank Something you. to be proud of this day and yeah, age. Exactly. Well, I do think, you know, going back to, I think a lot of nonprofits in entrepreneurship have a lot in common because that is that thing you're creating. You see a need that needs to be served, and it's, it's very entrepreneurial from that standpoint. It really right? is. It really is, yeah. And, um, I mean, Ace started out that same way. Exactly, yeah. And that's exactly. Alex Cranberg, uh, the yeah. founder of Ace, is uh, uh, an entrepreneur himself, yeah. uh, very entrepreneurial, and, that's, and you attract that kind of mentality, mm -hmm. and it becomes uh, intrinsic within your, within your culture. I will say there's a difference between saying we're going to act entrepreneurial and then being an entrepreneur. There's a lot of pressure uh, that <laughs> I've learned over the last, last year, yeah. but it's worthwhile. Again, like I said, it's, it's um, really fulfilling when you actually do achieve uh, good things for your clients. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think to instill that sort of entrepreneurial spirit into the work we do, again, that's all about rising people rising up through uh, adversity uh, climbing that economic ladder taking responsibility and agency over their own decisions and their own life and being empowered to do so um, that's what we're looking for awesome love it other than Oak Rose Group is there an organization out there that you really admire the work that they're doing or want to give a shout out to Absolutely. Um, you know, I'll, I'll go back to uh, the organizations that are are working to create pathways for um, for for young people to achieve their dreams, right? And uh, so I'll go back to ALG. Really, I mean, it's such a a, a great organization. Uh, Papa is an amazing leader, uh, committed, passionate um, about the work. And they're lifting individuals up, and really, not—they're not a hand out; they're a hand up. Yep. And that's 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 the difference, I the think. The great, the great nonprofits. That's that's, that's what, the that's what really that's makes what really makes the difference. Yep. Uh, you know, the idea that you, ultimately every nonprofit wants to go out of business, right? Right. That's that should be the goal. That should be the goal. Um, so ALG is an incredible organization. It's based here in Aurora and just doing amazing work for, for the African immigrant population. Uh, we're sitting, I, should, I would be remiss not to mention, uh, we're sitting in the offices of another client of ours, Common Sense Institute. Uh, does great work in public policy world nice. as well. They, they issue great reports and, and deep analysis on issues of homelessness, education, mm. uh, crime, and really help inform our lawmakers, we hope, uh, as they're making decisions that impact Such all of our lives. Such complicated issues, mm -hmm. oh my gosh. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Thankfully, there's people out there getting data so you can, you can make some decisions. That's right. So if anybody wants, last one, if anybody wants to know more about Oak Rose Group, consult with you guys, find you, how, how do they, how, yeah. where can they get in we're, touch with we're you? We're online, oakrosegroup.com, uh, org as well. Uh, but we'd love to, yeah, we've got a, uh, a little bit more detail around our services and our, our mission online. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn as well. Uh, 
but yeah, that's that's the the best way to reach us. The the good news so far is a lot of our work has been through word of mouth and just relationships we've we've nice. we have, which is, is exciting. And um, so yeah, love to hear from folks if they're looking for for an organization to help them achieve their goals. We will uh, put all that in the show notes. Like I say, really smart people, savvy with great experience, doing great stuff, great lessons about mission. Jonathan, thanks so much. Thanks so much, Jay. Appreciate you and your work and this podcast. Thanks for uh, shining a light on on organizations and folks that are doing, trying to do good work in in the world. Thanks for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by JC Charity and Event Services. If you're interested in how I might be able to bolster your efforts and help your team achieve its goals, I'd love to have a conversation with you. You can find me at makingourworldbetter.com. To learn more about the Oak Rose Group and how this amazing team can convene, connect, and advise to elevate your mission, visit oakrosegroup.com. You can find those links in the show notes, and if you enjoyed this podcast, we'd be grateful if you'd share it with a friend. Until next time, I hope you're inspired to find a way to make our world better.